This is the Capital Literature Podcast, bringing you investment letters and audio. The Capital Literature Podcast is a SEBITS capital service for the investment community. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. All rights belong to the respective owners. Madison Dividend Income Fund, First Quarter, 2022 For the first quarter, the Madison Dividend Income Fund Class Y returned plus 0.18%, which outperformed the S&P 500, Russell 1000 Value Index, and Lipper Equity Income Peer Group returns of minus 4.60%, minus 0.74% and minus 0.85% respectively. The Dividend Income Fund is a conservatively managed equity strategy that owns a high-quality portfolio of above-average dividend-yield stocks with strong balance sheets and sustainable competitive advantages, wide moats. We believe that owning high-quality stocks with above-average dividend yields is the best way to provide income and generate attractive long-term returns over a full market cycle while limiting drawdowns in bear markets and market corrections. In our view, the key to compounding attractive long-term returns is to avoid large drawdowns. We expect the fund to outperform in falling markets, flat markets, and normally rising markets, and we expect the fund to underperform in rapidly rising or speculative markets. We believe the quarter can be characterized as a falling market environment all three benchmarks mentioned above generated negative returns for the period. We are pleased the fund was able to generate a modestly positive return in this market environment. In our view, the most notable development during the quarter was rapidly rising inflation and the resulting performance discrepancy across S&P 500 sectors. As shown in the table below, energy was the best performing sector by a wide margin, and utilities was the only other sector with positive returns. All other sectors realized negative returns for the quarter with communication services, consumer discretionary, and technology performing the worst. This is a significant change in sector leadership compared to the past several years. Our goal is for the dividend income fund to be an all-weather portfolio that does well in various market environments including periods with rising interest rates and inflation. This quarter we want to highlight four portfolio holdings in three different sectors that we believe are direct beneficiaries of higher inflation. Energy. The fund owns Baker Hughes, BKR, and AOG Resources, EOG, in the energy sector. We wrote about these stocks in our third quarter 2021 investment strategy letter. To review, BKR is a leading oilfield services provider that helps its customers with oil and gas exploration and production. Its customers include companies that discover oil, energy data management firms, drilling companies, well construction, and production and completion firms. The firm is also synonymous with the U.S. rig count. BKR also helps make energy cleaner and more efficient, and is a leader in energy transition businesses, including carbon capture and hydrogen along with being a market leader in supplying equipment for liquefied natural gas, LNG, projects. AOG is a leading oil and gas exploration and production company with attractive exposure to U.S. shale resources. Its energy mix is tilde 72% oil and liquid natural gas and 28% natural gas. The company has premium acreage that includes over 10,000 potential drilling locations, which provides a long runway for growth. AOG has a disciplined management team that limits operating expenses and capital spending which results in high free cash flow, a rarity in the energy sector. Our thesis on BKR and AOG is that both stocks will benefit from higher energy prices and production growth over time. For BKR, higher energy prices are likely to increase demand for its oilfield products and services. This is a cyclical industry, 
and we believe the cyclical low in demand occurred in mid-2020 as customers significantly pulled back on oil and gas capital expenditure spending during the early stages of the COVID pandemic. For AOG, higher energy prices are likely to result in higher production volumes and increased average selling prices for oil and gas from its wells. Importantly, both BKR and AOG generate positive cash flow, have low financial leverage versus peers, and A-rated balance sheets by S&P. Consumer Staples The fund owns Archer Daniels Midland, ADM, in the consumer staples sector. ADM is a leading processor of agricultural products including soybeans and corn. It buys crops from farmers, transports, and stores the crops until it processes them, and then sells the finished product to end market buyers. The company has a global footprint with a large network of logistical assets to store and transport commodities around the world, which gives it a competitive advantage in mostly commodity businesses. The company also has a flavors and specialty ingredient business that is a small but rapidly growing part of its portfolio. ADM generates solid cash flow and has an A-rated balance sheet by S&P, indicative of solid financial strength. Additionally, it is a dividend aristocrat that has increased its dividend each year for 45 years. Our thesis on ADM is that it will benefit from higher agricultural commodity prices. In the short term, there is strong demand and limited supply for agricultural commodities due to current global events including COVID, supply chain disruptions, and more recently, the conflict in Eastern Europe. On a longer-term basis, ADM is exposed to favorable secular trends including rising soybean consumption in China and other emerging markets. Materials The fund owns Nucor, NUE, in the materials sector. NU is a leading manufacturer of steel and steel products. It is the largest steelmaker in the U.S. based on production volume. The company has a low fixed cost position with a diverse product and mill portfolio that takes market share over time. NU has a strong balance sheet and flexible capital spending model that can quickly adjust to changing economic conditions. It is a dividend aristocrat which has raised its dividend annually for 48 years. The stock yielded 3% at the time of purchase and had a relative dividend yield of 2x the S&P 500. Our thesis on NU is that it will benefit from higher steel prices and market share gains. In the short term, there is strong demand and limited supply for steel due to current global events including COVID, supply chain disruptions, and more recently, the conflict in Eastern Europe. On a longer-term basis, we believe NU will be a beneficiary of onshoring, where manufacturing returns to the U.S., which will generate rising demand for steel. One recent example of onshoring is Intel, INTC, announcing plans to build a $20 billion investment in the construction of new leading-edge chip factories in Ohio. ADM, BKR, AOG and NU were purchased in the first half of 2021. Together, these four stocks are now more than 10% of the portfolio. While we can't predict the future, if inflation remains elevated going forward, these companies should continue to benefit. John Brown, CFA Portfolio Manager Analyst. Drew Justman, CFA Portfolio Manager Analyst.